What's up? This is Ego otra vez, bringing you another episode of the Flow World Podcast. Now, today on the show, I have my co-host, Lechuga, and we're going to do a post-fight review of UFC 275, with the main event being Glover Teixeira versus Yuri Prashaska. Now, if you are new to the show and you're interested in things like combat sports and jujitsu, you've come to the right place. If you go to our website, theflowrollpodcast.com, there you will find a complete catalog of all our episodes, including specific sections just for combat sports. And we also have a store where you can purchase some merchandise and rep the podcast. You know, let people know that you're down with the Flow Roll Podcast. This was a banger of a fight, man. There was so much good action in this one. Uh, I hope you guys watched it. It was great. And if you, for whatever reason, decided you wanted to skip this one, please go watch this one. UFC 275 was amazing. So anyway, uh, I hope you like this episode. Now on with the show. All right. So, uh, welcome to another episode of the Flow Roll Podcast. I am Edgar Otra Vez. And today my co-host is El Lechuga. And this is going to be a post-fight show for the UFC 275 with Glover Teixeira versus Yuri Prochaska as the main event. How you doing, Lechuga? Man, <laughs> I'm still delirious. Oh. I, am fu- I am fully torqued. <laughs> dude it's been we're recording this on tuesday oh. you know i've had time to dump a cold bucket of water on myself and i'm i'm still i'm on cloud nine that was amazing dude that night was freaking awesome i won a little money um, you did. i did i did um and we'll get we'll get to it but like uh, uh i did put a parlay on it I, I did exactly like how I said I said on the podcast. I put a parlay on Whaley or Valentina and Glover, and Glover dropped the ball on me, man. Dude, uh, your your par your parlay was very very alive with thirty seconds left in that fight. <laughs> My God. Oh, dude, I thought it was gonna happen too, man. I was I was so close because I I had gone to DraftKings and DraftKings isn't paying me so. You know, I'm just saying. No, but uh, I, I went to DraftKings and I put money, I put twenty five dollars of my own money on that on that parlay, and they give you. Uh, I used a, a promo code, and so I got a bunch of free bets, and I took twenty five dollars of the free bets and put in, put it again on the parlay. So there was fifty bucks on that parlay. I could have won two hundred something bucks, and uh, it fell apart. It, it right at the fucking end, man. But what a way. What a way to lose that, man. I was, was screaming my head off, man. I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> dude, that was such an exciting fight. I was, it was great, dude. I, man, you know, at, at least from my perspective, I had Glover winning the fight. Uh, mm-hmm. How did you have it? I had Glover up. Yeah. But it was such a, so I rewatched it. Mm-hmm. And then I rewatched it again with my dad. And, it's so hard to tell who was winning because literally the same thing kept happening every round. Yeah. Uh, Yuri would go in there super strong, make it look like, Oh, he's about to knock out Glover. And then I don't know where Glover would get him on the ground and start ground and ground doing, um, you know, ground pounds. Yeah. And just like, (laughs) so it's like, how the fuck are you supposed to score that? Like Yuri was winning for the first three minutes of that round. 
And then Glover took over for the last two minutes. So it's like, what? Yeah. Every round was pretty much like that. Yeah. I, I felt, uh, I felt Glover started a little slow every round. And so it, as, mm-hmm. as the round evolved, uh, you know, Glover started picking them apart because a lot of what you said was true with, with Yuri. Uh, I, he's, he's new to me and he is a very wild fighter. You oh, know, yeah. he fights with his hands down. He, he's got a long, he's very rangy. He's got long arms and, and stuff. So he uses that really well to his advantage. And he's got a lot of like, um, yeah, and, and you're right about the, the thing you said in the last podcast where he's, he kind of doesn't know what he's going to do. And it almost looks like a faint, but it's not a faint. It's almost like, oh, I changed my mind, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the perfect way to describe it. And because I saw he's like improvising, yes, the whole time, and mm-hmm. it's uh, it's really interesting, it's fun to watch for sure, Some, but sometimes to his detriment, yes, yes, what makes him special is also what hurts him, yeah. I think he's a very beatable guy, I don't think he'll hold on to the title very long. I think yeah. he'll lose it. And if, if Glober gets the rematch, Glober will win. Um, and uh, unfortunately, uh, I thought that Glober would be able to take him to the fifth round and win the fight. Well, he pretty much did. He almost did. <laughs> yeah. And then Yuri threw on the sloppiest fucking rear oh, naked choke. Dude. And I was like, Glover, no. I couldn't believe it. I honestly couldn't believe it. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. What is, even when, because the camera angle was a poor camera angle at the end. So uh-huh. you didn't even see when Glover tapped. Yeah. So you're like, what the fuck? It's over? <laughs> yeah. I thought the, I thought it was, uh, uh, an error on the referee's part. I thought he, he stopped it unnecessarily. And yeah, no, the, the, you, like right after you get a different camera angle and you see Glover tapping and yeah. I'm like, no, he tapped to that. And uh, you know, no, no strike against Glover. That was a real rear naked choke. Yeah. It was it just was tight. It was tight. It was just that he didn't have his hooks in. He wasn't on his back. Uh-huh. He did it from the side. And I don't want to make this sound as harsh as it's going to come off. But I think Glover lost that fight. I don't think Yuri won. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I agree. You know, like Glover, he, Glover should have been able to beat this cat. If Yuri had put in that same choke in the second round or something, Glover gets out. Mm-hmm. He would have gotten out. Absolutely. But Glover was completely gassed. And he even said it after the fight. I was completely gassed. Yeah. Was, uh, the body shots that Yuri landed, I think, was in the fourth round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said it just completely took all the gas out of him. The the other and and you know, let's talk about some of the mistakes I think that were made. And and you know, again, hindsight is 2020. 20. It's easy mm-hmm. for us to sit here and talk about the mistakes. Uh it's really hard to kind of execute some of these things and cor- and do cor- uh corrections while you're fighting, but uh one of the things that I saw was that Glober had uh, a few opportunities, not just one or two, a few. Uh, where he could have finished the fight on the feet. Yeah, in that and fifth then, round. Yeah, in the fifth round especially. Yeah. And he chose to go in and try to take him down and, and implement his jujitsu, which I thought was, and like I said in the last podcast, I thought that, that would be the way for him to win, right? And he probably felt the same, but then he couldn't course correct. Like yeah. he, he, he couldn't just stay off of that. He hurt him. And instead of finishing him on the feet on the feet with his boxing, he thought it would be safer for him to take him down and try to implement some jujitsu, which 
almost worked a few times. Yeah. And um, I, I, I think that was the biggest flaw that he made. He could have, especially in the fifth round, he could have finished it. Yep. I think he, <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, I think Yuri was out. Like mm. he was knocked out on his feet uh, and yeah. slumped forward. And if Glover had just moved out of the way and let him fall to the ground, the fight was over. Yeah. Glover just had to like kneel over and hit him one time with a hammer fist or whatever. And the ref would have stopped it. Yeah. And instead Glover tried to put him in a guillotine. Yeah, exactly. A really sloppy guillotine. Yeah. And then he slipped off. Right. And yeah. He, he slipped off and Yuri, up. an unconscious Yuri woke up on top of Glover somehow and then started doing a ground and pound on Glover. Mm. It was crazy. It was. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it either. And uh, some of the some of the things where we did speak about last time, where he's dangerous, where uh, Yuri's dangerous with the ground and pound, uh, mm -hmm. or survive some of those. But they, they, it was tricky. It was tricky oh, for yeah. him to survive those ground and pounds. Uh, but as soon as he got out from under him, you know, and and either box, he was able. You know, Glover has has good enough boxing to to stop Yuri. Which mm -hmm. is uh, a little bit more of what I was surprised because he seems very dangerous. Yuri seems very dangerous on the feet, but just because he's wild and unpredictable. Um, yeah. Glover's uh, straightforward boxing, uh, simplistic boxing, good boxing. Yeah, very basic. Very basic. basic. And, but it's sound. It's, it's sound boxing, and he's not going to take a stupid shot. Yeah, very solid boxing. That was going to work. That was That should have worked. And he could have finished them on the feet, and then he, you know, he, he went in for that for that takedown. But um, how about the 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 way Yuri got out of that head and arm choke? Do you remember well, that? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, of course. It looked like he was out, and then he gave the thumbs up to the ref. Yeah. Well, he he it's like funny. he like rolled out from under the head and arm choke. He had an arm triangle. Yeah. Uh, Yuri like kicked his feet op over. Yeah. Uh, over Glover's arm and rolled out of it. I'm like, I've never seen anybody get out like that. I, I he guess. also, while he, and while he did that, he like torqued his own arm to create leverage. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. Yeah. If, re, if you rewatch that, not only is he doing the stuff with his legs or whatever, but as he's finally like getting that small angle to try and flip, to do uh -huh. a sweep or something, he then pulled on his own arm and created leverage to then break Glover's hold. Oh, yes. I see it was pretty saying. impressive, honestly. I did not expect him to be able to do that. I didn't even know that was a move. I, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it now. Not that I get stuck in the head and arm choke very often, but that, that was, I was like, okay, I'm gonna take that and put that in my pocket and, <laughs> and use it when I spar. But I've never seen that. I don't know if it could work. I think it just works probably in a nogi situation where you're kind of all sweaty. Yeah, super sweaty and tired. Yeah, but it, it was like what you know. I it was it was really really cool. Uh, I thought that was really really cool. And, and just watching him fight was cool. Yuri's a very exciting fighter. Fighter. And uh, uh, one thing that was a little bit of a distraction was that little mop top that he had going on yeah. there. It's I, I couldn't. Well, he he said before the fight because normally he wears that thing sticking straight up. Uh -huh. This time he had it kind of laying flat. Um, he said that he noticed while sparring, getting ready for this fight. That when he has it tight and sticking straight up, it's harder for him to get out of chokes. Oh, yeah. So he said, like, I he purposely laid it flat, so then um, Glover wouldn't <laughs> be able to hold on as much. Yeah, and it's like, well, Adam, maybe you shouldn't use that hairstyle, man. Yeah, maybe <laughs> you should just shave it all the way down, man. Just uh, yeah. go minimalist, you know. <laughs> You're into the whole Japanese culture thing. They're they're minimalist. Yeah, Bushido. 
Yeah, go 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 with the moon, moon, uh, minimalist style. I don't know, man. That that guy's a wacky guy, but uh, man, that broke my heart, dude, and it broke my wallet, dude. I was like, I know, Whoa. man. So how much are you about to win? Two hundred dollars. Two hundred. It was like two hundred and some change. It was it was like uh, I think it paid out like two oh five. No, it paid out like one oh five each bet, but because I made two bets on the same thing, one free and one of my own cash, it would have been, it would have been like, uh, you know, two, two Oh nine, something. It was weird. And to the listeners, um, he's talking about thousands, by the way, these are not, <laughs> <laughs> I wish he rose deep. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, uh, I think you and I went back and forth on the possibility, uh, of Yuri winning by submission in the fifth round, and it was oh, something yeah. like a plus eleven hundred. Uh huh. So if you put a hundred bucks on this cat winning was... by submission in the fifth round, so that was for the fifth, not just in general. I think I'm sure on that. I think it was for the for the fifth round uh, mm. by submission. I think it was okay. eleven hundred. I mean, to Yuri's credit, both to both fighters' credit, they did their opportunity to win the fight was the opposite of what either one of us predicted. Mm. We both thought if Yuri wins, it's by knockout in those first two rounds. If Glover <laughs> wins, it's going to be by submission in those last three rounds. If Glover has a shot, he cannot stay standing against Yuri. Yeah. And if Yuri's going to have a chance, he can't go to the ground with Glover. And it was literally the exact opposite. Yeah. We got it completely wrong. <laughs> yeah. But I think the whole world did. Yeah, yeah, including both their coaches. I guarantee you, neither coach thought this is where the hell it was going to go. Well, yeah, and I'm sure Glover. That's why Glover's plan fell apart because he didn't realize that he had yeah. a good chance just on the feet, you know. And he wanted to go for the safe win, go yeah. for the submission where where Yuri's weakest. Glover, Glover's failure was that he was so good at sticking to his game plan. Yeah, that's a game plan he's been utilizing for 20 years that mm. got him to be a champion, and then it ended up shooting him in the back at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And in Yuri's strength of just kind of going with the flow and just letting mm -hmm. shit happen, that's that what that is what won him the fight. His own lack of a game plan was what won him the fight. I don't know if you noticed the stats, but I think Yuri had three sweeps in that fight. Oh, he Jesus. Was, yeah, he had three. He was like three for five on sweeps or something. Mm -hmm. uh, he also stuffed the majority of Glover's takedown attempts. Interesting. I don't. I mean, these are new facets to Yuri's game that I haven't really seen him utilize before. Hmm. Well, I, you know, uh, I don't want to make fun of Glover, but that dude shoots like an old man. Mm -hmm. uh, I saw him go after Yuri, and he looked like you know a grandpa chasing you know his grandkids. He likes you know? the single leg takedowns. Yeah. So he, when it he, doesn't work, it's just like he's reaching. It's kind of weird. It looked really bad. And I was like, oh, yeah. dude, just stop and just punch his ass. You know, like he could have just, be, he just could have beat him with some basic boxing, man. Just, a, you know, right, left, right, left all day. He would have won. He, and he would have won because this guy. Yeah, I mean, had, he did. He he had him out and then Glover fucked up. He he, he fucked him up a couple of times. There was a, yeah, he did. There was, there was a couple of times where this guy was rocked pretty good. Yeah, and, and leaning up on the cage, and and Glover could have finished it there, and he, and again, you know, the mistake being he tried to take him down and finish him on the ground. Yuri I mean, um, Yuri himself said towards the end he was bored and confused, striking <laughs> because he didn't understand how Glover was just eating these shots. Yeah, <laughs> he's like I was hitting him as hard as I've ever hit anyone, and he was just standing there. Yeah, well, and, I mean, 
to Glover's credit, his boxing is good enough, and you know he's got some good defense. It, I mean, he yeah. wasn't eating anything solid. He rolls but, with the punches pretty well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He wasn't getting anything flush, right? Sure, he, he the, you know, Yuri's making contact. Sure, it might be doing some damage to Glover, but not like it should, you know. Well, the body shots did the most damage. Mm, yeah, 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 <sighs> dude, man, Yuri. Uh, he's an interesting cat. He's fun to watch, but I doubt he'll hold on to that belt for very long. Yeah, we'll see, man. He, we'll see. I mean, he's got a chin too. Those elbows that Glover was dropping on him, the one that cut him completely open, Ooh. those were vicious, dude. Ooh, you could see right through that kid's skull, man. Bro, I, I couldn't believe that Yuri stood up after that. That was fucking nuts. Oh, dude, and he was just just gushing blood but yeah like that opening was huge mm -hmm. one of the better game plans that glover had was like when he got on top you know he would drop some of those elbows yeah. to open up that cut and, and make it hard for yuri to see but man what a what an exciting fight again the whole night was amazing but there was uh, controversy though i don't know if you saw that oh yeah what was the controversy yuri tapped okay so <laughs> i seen him like tap uh -huh. a couple times yeah so it looked like tapping no he did but it was sarcastic tapping <laughs> i i'll explain it so oh jesus christ so why, why would you do than, that oh, yeah okay. exactly so on more than one occasion yuri sarcastically tapped to glover's chokes and we as the audience did not know he was being sarcastic but, a, you know, there was a big controversy on Twitter and people were pointing it out, posting the clips. And then uh, the ref, I think it was Mark Goddard, he came on Twitter and he responded. And he's like, he was, as he was tapping, he was talking to mm. Glover saying, oh, that's a good one. Or saying really sarcastic remarks. And then he would tap on his head as saying, good job on that one. Oh. And he's like, I told Yuri between rounds, that's a very dangerous game you're playing. Mm. Uh, however, so Mark Goddard came out and was like, no, I mean, it looked like he tapped, but he was doing it sarcastically, like gamesmanship. Yeah. But it, yeah. It, it looked like funny tapping, too, because it wasn't mm -hmm. like it didn't. It wasn't like a like a real tap. It was like his finger is just kind of flexing on his on on dude's arm. And I'm like, what what is he doing? He did it. The one that's the most egregious, he does it to the top of Glover's head mm -hmm. and it's like a full open open palm. Uh huh. And he, it looks like he's tapping on Glover's head, but apparently in that moment is when he was talking to Glover. It looked like weird tapping, but it's still it, like, why are you doing that shit? Like that's yeah. stupid. That is really stupid shit. You know, <laughs> um, I, I know you're trying to get in the guy's head. Mm -hmm. I know you're playing a game here, but if he's got a choke on you or he's doing something to you, uh, you're in trouble. You're kind of stupid to, to fuck around and, and, you know, try to like, you know, show up that you're not hurt. How much would that piss you off? Oh, I would just squeeze harder. Uh, <laughs> well, I, let's I, say you're already squeezing as hard as you can yeah. and you think you got this guy out and instead he's talking to you and giving you a sarcastic tap and saying good job on this. Oh, it wouldn't. Uh, at least me, like mm -hmm. older me, I, it would just not phase me. I would just keep squeezing. It I didn't would, seem to affect Glover. Yeah, I, I wouldn't pay attention to it. I, in fact, it would, I would, it would be telling me that he is actually in trouble. 
and yeah. uh, I'm close. Kind of so like in boxing when someone lands a really good shot and the guy tries to smile and play yeah. it off. It's like, oh, no, no he got no, you. I got you. I got you. You know that's a good shot. And me- maybe you're not out. You know it was good. So you're kind of hurt, you know. It's the same kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I would uh, I would just squeeze harder. I would just hold on and, and keep squeezing, which is a, you know what Glober tried to do. But, you know, you get sweaty, there's blood, there's, you know, you get slippery. Yeah. It's kind of hard to hold on to a cat like that. I don't know what MMA is like, but Nogi is definitely a pain in the ass. It, it's really hard to hold on to somebody like that. But, you know, I saw that and I didn't realize it, it became such a controversy. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of died down. But for so- Saturday night, Sunday, it was a thing trending on Twitter. Wow. Yeah. Man, I wish I would have paid attention to that. Yeah. It was just kind of in a a cycle mm-hmm. back and forth the same thing over and over mm. so moving on mm-hmm. what do you think about the the valentina versus tyla santos, santos yeah yeah as a valentina fan that was hard to watch mm. but props to tyla uh dude she she had a great fight the only thing that cost her the fight was she wasn't aggressive enough when she had her on the ground. At least to me, it felt like when she had Valentina on the ground and Tyla was in a dominant position, she was happy having that position instead of trying to finish the fight. The way I interpret it was, and this is me just talking out my ass and knowing that she's a blue belt, but in my head, I was thinking if she just had like one more stripe on her blue belt, <laughs> if he, if she just had like you know, just a little bit more time on the mat, Valentina would have lost that fucking belt. Yeah, she would have choked her out. She would have choked her out. Mm -hmm. She just needed just a little more time on the mat. Just a little bit more time. Just a little more knowledge, a little more experience. She doesn't even need to be a purple belt from what it seems to be able to beat Valentina. Valentina, she's good with the judo. And that I thought would be enough to be strong on the ground. But obviously, it's not not against someone who has a good understanding of jujitsu. I think Santos wasn't just happy on the ground. I think she was trying, but didn't have the the mm. chops to finish. Okay. Now, I'm in agreement. My general like judgment of the fight. I think that Valentina lost that fight. I think <laughs> the way the way I pictured it in my head. Santos won the first round. It's kind of a toss-up, but I kind of lean towards Santos for the second. Third is definitely another Santos round. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the night was Valentina. Um, but Valentina being the champ and winning the, the, the last two rounds, I think she stole the fight. You know what the crazy thing is? So if you had not seen the fight and mm-hmm. you just look at the fight stats... You would walk away thinking that not only did Valentina win, she dominated Mm -hmm. because that is how big the chasm between the two was in terms of strikes attempted, strikes landed, significant strikes, significant strikes landed. Valentina blew her away. Yeah. Uh, But not however. No. But if you watch the fight and at the end of that fight, even if like at the end, I'm like, I think Valentina ended up winning that. I didn't feel good about it. Mm-hmm. I don't see how Valentina could feel good about that fight. Yeah. And I think if they have a rematch, I think Tyler probably wins. I think she just Tyler seemed does. like the stronger fighter. She's a little longer. Um, she, she, she uses her range. Well, I still don't think she has the chops to beat her. Well, obviously according to the stats, she doesn't have the chops to beat her on the feet, mm-hmm. but uh, she obviously has 
enough jujitsu to beat her on the ground. And uh, that just kind of exposes a hole in Valentina's game, yeah. uh, which kind of just blows me away because uh, Santos is not the first person with jujitsu to fight no. Valentina. And yeah, Valentina has fought people with better jujitsu. Yeah. And I think Santos maybe is just the first one that is has the size and the strength that to those pull. other fighters lacked. Oh, you know what? That's a good point because uh, she's Santos was like, like sneaky, not sneaky. I don't want to say sneaky because sneaky kind of implies a, like a negative kind of uh, spin on it. I, I just think she was just wily, just crafty. She pulled her to the ground. She had one of these really sweet takedowns where she kind of just dragged Valentina's leg out and Valentina fooled the, you know, with her own leg and Valentina fell to the ground and, and then she just started just killing her and i thought as as mad as it was making for my making me for my parlay i was really impressed i didn't think that this fight would be as close as it was yeah no it was uh pretty shocking yeah i mean both of us picked valentina to win and we didn't even think it would be close yeah. so at least it was entertaining in that aspect oh for sure and she and she had gotten her back and on more than one occasion yeah. but you see the thing that i think where tylea started losing the fight was when she had that headbutt i think at the end of the oh, yeah. third round yeah. that cost her the fight that cost her the fight you know mm -hmm. and she couldn't i see she couldn't and uh you know valentina very uh wisely started taking advantage of that left side yeah she opened up mm -hmm. was it the left side or the right side for some reason uh, i think it's the right side I think maybe it was the right side. Now I don't know. Now I'm questioning it. Yeah. Whatever side it was, then Valentina just started throwing strikes nonstop yeah. from that side. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was just. She's going to have to have surgery, by the way. No way. Yeah, she has a broken orbital bone. Fuck. Well, it, well here's the thing. It, she didn't just headbutt her twice. I mean, once. It was twice. Yeah, it was twice. Same spot. Same spot. So her mm -hmm. eye was swollen up. And so maybe she was just feeling a lot of pain. And, and again, she, it was just in case the people didn't see it. It was clearly an accidental headbutt. They mm. both just happened to lead at the same time mm. with their heads when they went in. At least in, in my, I'm what I thought, I thought it looked accidental. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure you're right. And uh, it, it's uh, let me let me just put it this way: I didn't even notice it. You know? Oh, okay. I, I was, I mean, and I was like on the edge of my seat for that fight. I was paying paying attention to every step, every movement, and I was sweating a fucking ton, you know. But um, but yeah, dude, like uh, I didn't even notice that headbutt. Next thing you know, there was, you know, she had that giant swelling on her eye coming out of, the, you know, into the fourth round. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then they did a replay, and you see, oh shit, there was a headbutt. Yeah. And uh, that was kind of what slowed down talia's you know like unstoppable train mm -hmm. seemed like i think if it wasn't for the head but i think the fourth and fifth round would have been similar to one and three and we would yeah. have seen a new champ all she needed was one valentina yeah. wasn't going to finish her yeah yeah for sure valentina wasn't going to finish her valentina was playing defense yeah, uh, in a lot of ways, like especially when she went to the ground because Va she had Valentina's back the whole time yeah. and Valentina was just smart enough and strong enough to keep from getting choked out with the rear naked choke because that's what she was going for. And she was there. was It was really, really close. There was there was a couple of times where I was like, oh, she's got it. That's it. You know, and it wasn't, you know, I was. Whew. Well, 
Valentina does not want any part of a rematch with Tyler Santos, by the way. I Are you serious? Seen. Yeah, no. And they asked her what her next fight should be and stuff. She was pitching. She wants to fight Misha Tate. and uh, Misha yeah. Tate? Misha Tate. She says she wants, like I think, a catchweight fight with Misha Tate. And she's like, that's what the fans want. That's what everyone wants to see. Also, the shit. It was a bad look for her. I don't know if you caught her post-fight press conference. But it was, uh, yeah, it was not the best look for Valentina. That's weird. That is like yeah, the- she was saying... Of all the matchups, too, like, because we talked about it, like, if she won, what would be next? And we're like, oh, maybe Amanda Nunez mm-hmm. or um, who beat Nunez? God, this is embarrassing. Can't remember now. Pena. Yeah, Pena. Juliana Pena. One of those two fights we, we were talking about maybe at a catch weight or she just goes up to 10 pounds and does it. Out of nowhere, she pulls out that she wants to fight Misha Tate. What the fuck? Yeah. Misha Tate, I don't even know if Misha Tate will fight again. <laughs> Misha Tate's just sitting in her living room like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like feeding her baby. And she's like, yeah. what the fuck? I, someone's calling me out? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, 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 she's probably like, hey, dude, hold my baby. <laughs> <You know? laughs> fuck it. You know? And, yeah. and she's probably thinking like that'll be a money fight. You know? Yeah, like, yeah I'll get the paycheck. Yeah, a safe paycheck. Like, you know, she'll she'll go in, she'll dominate Misha and uh, walk away with a paycheck. Mm-hmm. I don't, um, I, first of all, I like Misha. I think she's great. I don't think she has the name that garners any kind of calling out of, you know, after a fantastic fight like that. Yeah. But who knows? When did she, she said this in the post-fight interview or in the post-fight yeah. press conference? The press conference. Okay, so maybe by that time she already knew that, uh, Santos had a broken over the ball and didn't want to fight with her. I don't know. It's possible, but I don't know. I mean, in that case, she could have just said, like, you know, when she gets healthy, we can mm-hmm. do this or whatever, you know? Yeah, but you don't want to wait. You don't want to sit around and wait, you know, because, I mean, everybody's got a ticking clock, you know? Everybody mm-hmm. knows that you only have so much before you, you need to retire. And the other thing, too, is you're full of, like, you know, just energy and adrenaline and, and you're coming off and there's so much attention and the other thing too is she broke a record she broke uh, um rousey's record for most wins or whatever as a female champ so yeah title defenses oh yeah okay so there you go like good for her you know that's great um and and I th- does that i think she has all the rubies now right i think she <laughs> filled in all the spaces yeah so like or she's one short i don't remember yeah it's it's like yeah she needs she's gonna need a new belt you know but uh i don't know man like tyla is going to be out for a while yeah so that rematch is not happening anytime soon it's going to be a at least a year yeah for, some, for tyla. probably this time next year probably man that's too bad because she was so close yeah you know i hate it when when that kind of stuff happens is valentina is she the southpaw I believe she's yeah. the southpaw. So, like, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff happens when you're fighting orthodox versus a southpaw. You, you have your feet and your head in the same kind of space. Yeah. And so, movement and stuff like that will happen. You're going to get a headbutt. So, you got to be careful when that happens. But, God damn it, man. This Tyler Tal- could have won that fight. I have such a hard time pronouncing that girl's name. Tyler. <laughs> I want to say Talia, yeah. you know? Yeah. But it's not Talia. It's, it's Tyler. So... Uh, anyway, Talia, uh, Talia, you know, the pop singer, the Mexican pop singer. But uh, anyway, she could have won that fight, man. She she was so close. Yeah, it was hers for the taking. 
Yeah, yeah, and then that headbutt. That's it's too bad. Uh, it's gonna be a while, and you know, I I really thought she had the cards stacked against her, and uh, I think it's uh, pretty evident because even even outside of the resources that we were talking about in the previous podcast, uh, she still had the judges against her too, because yeah. I mean she doesn't have the belt, you know, and I think that's just something that happens with judging too. Like, yeah, it, it's like uh, you might have somebody, and there was some weird, there was some weird scoring that night too, but. Oh yeah, one of the judges in that fight had Valentino winning by three rounds. Yeah, it's like was, how, dude? I was like, no, no, <laughs> not even. Uh, so moving on to the Wiley uh, Zhang versus Joanna Jonjecek fight. Wow, three rounds. I okay. So funny thing about this. So I tell my wife because I wanted to be able to like, cause she can tell when I put money on stuff. Because then I get really nutty, you know. Yeah I, start, I yeah, I get really nutty. I was like, start cheering, and you know, I get really angry, and you know. So then, uh, so I get really enthused, and I'm like, I'm, I better tell her, I'm, I bet, because she's gonna know that I bet, and she's gonna be upset. So I, I told her up front, and I say, okay, look, you know, I put money on this stuff, and she's like, oh, what are the bets? Oh, well, you know, I did this thing. It's called a parlay. You know, you do, you know, do this and these three fights they have to win. And and uh, I put money on, you know, this fight and that fight. And then I, I put money on Wiley to win in the first round via knockout, like a separate bet, you know. And she's like, why'd you do that? And I'm like, because, you know, she could win via knockout. Joanna has been off for two years. She's going to have some cage rust. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Wiley's been fighting, you know, and she's probably getting better and she's probably excited for this fight. So, and she's fighting in Singapore. There's going to be a huge Asian population cheering this girl on. Like she can't lose. She might even beat her in the first round. And she's like, she's not going to win the first round. She's going to win in the second. And I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, she's going to win in the second. And I was like, okay. So I sat there and I was like, uh, I, I think I have permission to go place another bet, <laughs> you know, and not only that, but like she had, she had the feeling, you know, mm-hmm. so I was like, eh, I'll go, you know, uh, you know, I was like, uh, what do I do? So I went and I had more of those free bets. I, I took a free bet, put 25 bucks on Waylee to win in the second round. It paid plus 1100. I got 275. Bro. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. She called him, man. Yeah. She, she should be doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she only knows Wei Lee. She only knows Wei Lee because she's Asian. Oh, she knew enough. Yeah, she knew enough. I was just like, how did you? I looked over at her when she knocked her out. You know, I looked over at her and I was just like, what the fuck? And she just gave me one of those looks like, you see? <laughs> so what? what's her cut? Uh, I just gave her a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> she asked me for some cash, like... You know, it's funny because today she was like, I'm going to be at the park with the kids or, you know, we're going to be at the pool, blah, 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 you know. And she's like, uh, you know, can you give me some money for, you know, for uh, hamburgers and stuff? And I was like, all right. So I went and got a hundred bucks and gave it to her. And I said, here, you know, for the bet. And she's like, okay. Yeah. And she was like, whatever. Because, yeah. I mean, she had the hunch. Yeah. But I put the money down. 
I, I did all the legwork. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to get more in the end anyway. I mean. That's how it works, man. Yeah. What's but, mine is yours. Yeah. And what's what's hers is hers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the secret to a happy marriage, folks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just submit. But anyway, uh, what a fantastic fight. Short fight. Uh, ended in the second round. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that fight? Yeah. <laughs> we talked about how when you have a fight of the magnitude of that first fight, such a perfect fight, rarely does the sequel live up to it, right? Yeah. We're like, oh man, it's probably going to be a dud. Yeah. But that first round was really living up to it. I'm like, oh my God, they're fucking doing it again. <laughs> yes. This is crazy. Yes. It was, it was like all over again. It's like they picked up right from where they left off. Yeah, it, was, it was round six of that first fight. Exactly. I was, I, I was going to say the same damn thing it is round six. I was like, motherfuckers, did you guys, do you know it's been two years? Like you fucking, yeah. you're just picking up right from like, boom. It, I was, I was, I was sitting there. I was like, I can't believe they're doing it again. Dude. I can't believe they're doing it again. It just, oh, dude, I was so, woo, I, like that was the fight I was looking forward to. And it was funny because the commentator said, oh, I feel like this is the main event, right? Yeah, yeah. And Singapore was going nuts. Oh, dude, that fight was so good. And then round two, again, right where they left off. And then Whaley, Wiley, Wiley, is it Wiley? I keep switching I, back and forth i call her wiley and i butcher her last name zhang yeah. or zhang or yeah. yeah wiley has like a career defining signature knockout like that knockout's going to be in every one of her highlight reels from now until the end of time yeah and i was rooting for her i was rooting for wiley so i was happy but at the same time i was bummed i'm like oh fuck like i wanted another i wanted three rounds i wanted i wanted this to go into the third round yeah but not me. I was glad it ended in the second. <laughs> yeah, you you had 275 reasons why. Yeah, exactly. The wife was like, so I look over to my wife and, you know, because, you know, what's her name? Gets face planted. She face planted. Yeah, dude. After that spinning back fist. She got hit with the spinning back fist. She face planted. And I look over to my wife. I'm like, holy shit. And, you know, and I look over to her, like all amazed. And she just looked at me like she knew all along. <laughs> She's like, I see, I told you. She didn't say anything. The whole room was going nuts, by the way. Um, and uh, and I look over to her and she just did one of those, like, you see? <laughs> you know? And I was like, holy shit. You know, like, how did she, you know, how did she know? Every now and then she does something crazy. I think she's psychic, but whatever. Uh, but, <laughs> but she like called it, man. And I was like, holy shit, thank God she called it because otherwise, otherwise I wouldn't have won, I wouldn't have gotten any money. I would have been really That would have been a bad night. That would have been real salty. You'd have been one of the only people that did not enjoy that night. <laughs> Everybody was losing their mind in that room, dude. Everybody, like we oh, had people man. over. I I presented the belt, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I posted it on Instagram, and I, I gave the 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 woman who won the the challenge the belt. We called it the thirty day legend challenge. Uh, it was something that we did with Hustle Fitness, and. I, I went and gave her the belt and she wore that fucking thing all night, you know? Oh man. But I wanted to make sure she had the belt before the women started fighting. Yeah. And she wore that thing a whole night. And yeah, the, the women in the room lost their minds, dude. Fucking like, first of all, I watched the fight again. Cause I wanted to talk about the fight. Technically mm -hmm. I couldn't just watch the fight, like watch the fight and take notes. 
I just I watched it again as a fan. Like I yeah. just lost it. Like I didn't take any notes. Like I didn't do anything where I was like, oh, she did this and that. No, it was just like it is just too crazy. It was just too awesome. But one thing I think I noticed that Wiley did a little different than the last time was uh she did take advantage of of um uh taking her down to the ground. Yep. Right. I that was something new that I haven't seen her do before. You can thank your best friend, by the way, for that. Oh fucking 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 Cejudo. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean That's all him, man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bad yeah. people can sometimes create beautiful things. Oh, uh, dude. Yeah. I, that was a weird thing because I didn't even know that he was part of that training camp or helping her with that stuff. Because uh, I heard in the post fight uh, press conference that Suhudo was helping her with takedowns or whatever. And I was like, for like a year. He worked with her for like a year. Holy shit, man. That guy is mm-hmm. everywhere. He's messing around with Tyson's peekaboo video. He's over here helping Wiley. I'm like, what are this motherfucker? You know? So I did see a little more of that which was interesting but you know Joanna was smart and able to get off the ground she's always been good about that but then like in the second round the most interesting part the part where that led up to the knockout what happened was Whaley threw a sidekick because Joanna was coming in she threw a sidekick to create distance sidekicks and push kicks sidekicks the teeps the push kicks all those kicks they're there to stop incoming fighters so you mm-hmm. you do that to create distance to keep people away or to stop them from charging in she saw her coming in she threw the psychic but as she threw it she was like off center a little too much it was either that or Joanna saw it coming and Joanna twist you know turned her body a little bit so the psychic hit Joanna but slid off her side mm-hmm. so Joanna got a, a weird angle and looked like Joanna was going to try to take off but at that point, the psychic failed and you're in this position. So when this happens and you throw something like a psychic or a spinning psychic or a spinning kick, you get stuck in this position where you have your back to the person. Yeah. And there's only one thing you can really do. And that's, you know, another spin tech uh, technique. She's too close for another spin kick. So she couldn't, you know, switch and throw a spinning psychic with the right leg. So she threw a spinning back fist. So she threw the spinning back fist. And uh, when she threw it, she you can even tell as she turned her head, she saw that she was too close. And so she tried to like lean back and cock the arm a little bit, but caught her with the forearm anyway. Yeah. And the reason she got knocked out was because as she threw that arm around, she and the because of the angle Joanna was in, it caught like the back of her head a little bit, you know, right behind the ear. Boom. Knocked her right out. She face planted. And that's the end of the night. And I was, <laughs> I was like, wow. You know, it, it was, it was not a pretty spinning back fist. I've seen prettier spin a spinning back fist, but I was elated to see a spinning back fist in a knockout for once. Cause yeah. I, as a kid, you know, practicing kickboxing, spinning back fist was my favorite thing to do. You know, I <laughs> throw a spinning back fist and I've knocked people out with spinning back fist. Wow. People, yeah. Spinning back fist is a nasty fucking, yeah. you know, uh, technique. So well, you get so much torque into it. Yeah. And if you catch it right, it's beautiful, but usually people see it coming, you know? Yeah. Um, you, as soon as, you know, especially with kickboxing, as soon as you see the person's back, you know, the spinning technique is coming. So you, you know, you should defend it. One thing I like to do with the spinning back fist is 
I put the person up the up against the cage, threw a, a few uh, body shots, make them go. I shouldn't say cage. Yeah, I mean the ring. But you put them up against the ropes. You hit them a couple of times on on one side. They have no choice but to go into the other direction. And that's mm-hmm. a setup. So when they go to the other direction, you spin and you hit them, and they run into the back fist. That was not the case here. It was she was in the center of the ring. And Wiley was running up towards the cage. She was running out of room and even tried to lean back, like I said, and cock the arm a little bit just so she could hit her. Um, God damn, it was cool. <laughs> it was just so cool, man. It's uh, a signature knockout, man. Oh, dude, it, it's it's awesome. I think it would have been cooler if she would have caught her with an elbow. You know, it would have looked yeah. a lot nicer, a lot cooler. But, you know, whatever. It's a knockout. And then... The most amazing technique of the night was seeing Wei Lee do a handless cartwheel, you know. Just uh, a freak athlete. Yeah, dude. And then, yeah, I was like, wow, what an amazing night, dude. That fucking, that fucking fight was just. At the end of the first round, how were you feeling? How confident were you feeling? Um, in my bets or in Wei Lee? In Wei Lee. <laughs> I felt like she was going to win. Mm-hmm. But but I don't know if I was just like drunk on the, you know, on her <laughs> fighting, you know, yeah, or if it was like uh, a real judgment. But like I I felt like she won that first round. I did too, and I didn't have any money on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just as I mean, I was rooting for Wiley, yeah. Wiley. Uh, but as unbiased as I could be, I had her winning, and I felt like in that first fight, you can make the argument Joanna had better technique. Mm-hmm. and Wiley was just a stronger fighter. So yeah. her hits were creating more damage, and that's what ended up winning in the fight. This fight, I felt like Wiley's technique has caught up to Joanna, mm-hmm. Joanna, and she's even stronger like physically than she was two years ago. And I, didn't, I don't know how Joanna was ever going to have an answer to that. Yeah, and... Um... And the new mixture of techniques that she was introduced, like that yeah. she was showing in the fight, where she was taking her down and stuff, that was exciting. And it wasn't like a like a boring takedown either. It was fun. No. It was she was she made the whole the whole fight as short as it was was exciting. And I was even down that there wasn't five rounds. It didn't matter, you know. Like it wasn't going to last five rounds. I think this is the best version of Wiley we have ever seen. Yeah. So, and not just not just physically and in the ring, mentally too. I don't know if you saw like in the lead up to the fight. So in like the first time they fought, Joanna really did get into Wiley's head. And mm-hmm. At one point in the press conference, Wiley even shouted at her, "Just shut up." Yeah. So Joanna, because Joanna would not stop talking shit. Yeah. Uh, we've seen him against Thug Rose too with Wiley, where Thug Rose has said like anti-communist stuff or whatever yeah. anti-socialism shit. Yeah. Um, that really irked and bothered. Uh, Wiley, this time around, anytime Joanna tried to like snarl at her or say anything like that, Wiley responded with, you look with, you look beautiful today. She would just compliment <laughs> her and smile and that was it. And then it would completely yeah. disarm Joanna. You could even see it in her face. Like, uh-huh. uh, thank you. Like, she, How am I going to respond to this? And it was like a heartfelt too. It was heartfelt from Wiley. You look beautiful. Yeah. Uh, or she just said like, yeah, I can't wait to fight or whatever, stuff like that. So it's clear, like mentally, she's also now where she needs to be to be a champion. Yeah, I think the other thing too is she's gonna fight Carla next, right? Yeah. I don't think Carla can beat her. I Dude. think Carla is gonna lose that belt right away. 
I don't. Oh man, I don't want to. I don't want to jinx it. You know. Yeah. If we're looking at the fighters on paper, I don't know how the hell Carla Esparza wins that fight. Hell no. Carla looks so physically strong, especially yeah. on the ground. It was ridiculous. Yeah, Carla's strong as fuck too, though. But yeah, she is. Obviously, the tactic for Carla to use would be to take her down. Mm-hmm. But she's gonna eat a bunch of fucking punches, and she's gonna end up looking like an alien too. Like, yeah. you know, like fuck. You know, who knows I, if she can keep down this version of Wiley? She looked very, very capable on the ground. Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. She probably will get right up. I'm hoping. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, she's gotta. She's gotta get. She's gonna get a shot at the title. She has to. And that belt is gonna be hers. I would not bet against Wiley. No. In that fight, for sure. Hopefully, they do it soon. I mean, Wiley barely took any damage. Uh, we saw Carla didn't take any damage in her fight. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> terrible fight. I mean. I, Hopefully, you know, Wiley wins and then uh, Thug Rose can get everything sorted out that she's got going on. And we get a rematch of this version of Wiley against Thug Rose at some point. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. And it would be Thug Rose, Wiley, two or three. I'm sorry. Three. three. Yeah. But who else is there? There At the top of this division, it was just four women pretty much that you care about. Yeah. And now one of them is gone. Yeah, and Wiley's gonna fight at uh, Carla, and Doug Rose is out for who knows how long, dealing with her own stuff. So, I don't know if Rose can. I mean, I like Rose, but I she's just too shaky of a champion, you know. Yeah. And uh, what kind of champion are we gonna get, or what kind of fighter are we gonna get when she m- matches up with Wiley again? You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but I don't know. Wiley, I don't know if you read, but she's moving to the U.S. She's going to take up residency in Arizona full time. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that also cut down on like the jet lag and travel time and stuff she had to deal with before those other fights. Mm. So we could see a very, and believe it or not, an even more improved version of Wiley next time. That's awesome, dude. She better not live with, with fucking, what's it, Cejudo or something. <laughs> Henry Cejudo. He gets like a reality show. <laughs> it's a, like their roommates and shit. It's like yeah. Three's Company with fighters. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> oh my God. He's the only guy that would make me not root for Wiley anymore. <laughs> I mean, it, imagine it's like Wiley with Henry Cejudo and Davidson Figueredo <sighs> living together. That's the show. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fuck. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. I hope you did not <laughs> speak that into existence, by the way. No. <laughs> yeah, there's somebody at ESPN right now. It's just like, that's a great idea. Yeah. Let's get Three's Company. <laughs> Cejudo. <laughs> Cejudo's our new Jack Tripper. Yeah. Ooh. Which was a cringy show, by the way, too. Especially if you look at it from today's eyes. But... No way in hell that gets made today. <laughs> well, if you get Cejudo and ESPN money, who knows? You know, the only way that gets made is if you flip it around and it's one girl with two guys and the two guys are like bimbos, you know, <laughs> kind of the flip of what it was supposed to be back then with like, yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Not and saying that the two women, the two actresses in that show were bimbos, but that's how the show wanted to portray them. Yeah. No, well, they, they weren't actually, they were, they were, they were the, the good girls yeah. and, and Jack was actually the bimbo. Yeah, he was like the slutty one. <laughs> he was the slutty one because he always had like different girls and stuff. Yeah, and they were like innocent and didn't know and then pick up on his innuendos and stuff. Yeah, that show was so bad, dude. Yeah. It was so <laughs> fucking bad. Like everyone yeah, loved it though. My mom yeah. loved it. 
Yeah, I loved it. I was a kid. I loved it. I was like, oh, that's funny. I know he's talking yeah. about butt. You know? Yeah. Like- <laughs> and then that uh, the, the creepy landlord guy would show up, right? Oh, dude. And the bad jokes that they would make. Oh, yeah, because Jack had to pretend to be gay. Or, yeah, so the landlord to let him live there. Again, none of that can be made in a show today. Yeah, none of it would make any sense either. Like, why would you, why would that be a problem? You know, yeah. like, you know, the dude living with girls, so what? So what? You know? Yeah. Anyway, what'd you think about Joanna leaving the gloves in the ring? I didn't expect her to retire. Um, mm-hmm. But as soon as the fight was over, I saw her taking off her gloves. I'm like, oh, she's going to retire. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's the only times you see fighters do that, pretty much. Mm. It was the same thing with uh, Khabib when he retired. I saw him struggling so much to get the gloves off. I thought either he hurt his hand at some point or he might retire. And then he didn't. I was still shocked. Wow. But yeah, when I saw when I saw Joanna, she was immediately taking her gloves off. Like, I, s- oh. I didn't see that coming. And when she put them on the ground, maybe it was because I was like talking to everybody in the room. But when I, like, I saw her put the gloves on the ground, I'm like, oh, shit. You know, because I didn't really listen to what she was saying. Because the other thing, too, was like, why are they interviewing her? You know, she just got knocked out. It became a thing not to interview the people that get knocked out in a fight. And they're interviewing her. And I'm like, I thought that was poor taste. And it wasn't a co-main either or anything. So, yeah, they never interview the loser in one of these lower cards or lower fighters on the main card. Yeah. So I was I was like, what's going on? You know, so I did find it interesting. But also, I just took it like oh you know well everybody was looking forward to this fight of course they want to hear what she want what she has to say right yeah. uh and so then she retires and i'm like oh that's too bad and right? we talked about it remember whether or not she would still have it she would still have that desire that motivation mm-hmm. and how she would feel when she first feels that power coming back from john from Wei Li. yeah and i think maybe that's kind of what she went through in her head like yeah i i these uh, i don't have anything for this anymore yeah yeah i think she wanted to go out in a blaze of glory and, yeah. and catch that last fight we'll go out on a win and i think that's what she wanted to do and she knew that whaley would be a, a fantastic fight to go out on win or lose and she was mm-hmm. right and god damn it man that's awesome like i hate like I wasn't a huge fan of uh, Joanna, mostly because of her like uh, you know heel character that she likes to take on. Yeah, but man, that was that was a dope way to go. Like seriously, as a fighter, you know, like for her to go out like that, like she knew this was going to be a tough fight. She didn't take an easy fight. She took one of the most memorable fights she could get, and she went out on that on that fight. Fuck, win or lose, that was fucking courageous. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, there's, you know, she must have thought that there's a good chance that she could lose, you know? But fuck, man, what a good way to go out. I mean, it, it's not, I'm sure it's not the way she wanted to go out, but that's awesome, man. And I was afraid after seeing that, I was afraid that Glover would would retire too because we mentioned <laughs> he was that. the opposite yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like no uh, i'm not retiring <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i mean yeah but damn man so I, i'm looking forward to whatever whaley does next uh i know she'll you know whoever she fights next whether it's carla or if they put somebody in front of her you know before carla she's gonna get that belt eventually oh yeah and, you know Barring any injury, I expect it to be Carla and probably something as early as maybe September. 
Yeah. 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 So like I don't think I don't think Dana would give Rose uh a rematch with Carla ahead of that. No, I, Dana already said that the winner of this fight was going to get the the, the shot at Carla. The, yeah. That makes sense because uh, he knows that this would be exciting and whoever well, comes out of this fight is going to go fight Carla. They're yeah, not going to yeah, just exactly. dance around. Dude, that fight was... <laughs> where Doug, Doug Rose versus Carla Esparza was one of the worst fights of all time. Yeah. The complete opposite of what we just got to witness. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, Dana's in the right and thinking that there's no way he'll give Rose another chance to fight no. Carla. Who the He's, fuck would buy that? Nobody. Nobody. He's going to sick, he's gonna sick uh, Ray Lee on, on poor Carla and... Whaley is gonna just like a pit bull grab on her and just shake her, you know, just yeah. like Rawr, you know. Uh it's gonna be fucking awesome. <laughs> it's gonna be a massacre, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I can't wait, man. I can't wait. Um, so uh moving on, I want to talk about the last two fights or the first two fights, I should say. Yeah. Uh, there was uh Andre Failao, Fai- the Portuguese Fialo. Fialo, there you go. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh versus uh Jake uh Matthews. Mm-hmm. You, I remember you telling me that and, uh, Andre had really good, yeah, boxing, mm-hmm. and so I was surprised to see how Jake Matthews just very easily took care of. Dude, Andre. I don't think I've ever missed on a fight as bad as I missed on this one. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! I felt so stupid. Nah, I'm, dude. I'm, like Andre tried. He tried. <sighs> he tried to take off. But this was the I have never seen Jake Matthews fight like this before. I had never watched his fights. I've seen clips of him. Uh-huh. And even in his own highlight clips, he's not doing the shit he did in that fight. Yeah. That was crazy. He he put his hands together really well. And and the way he finished them with all those combos, yeah. it was it was so nice, man. He went was, body, head, ba 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 ba, and then boom, Andre was done. Dude. It was, it was a impressive win. Yeah, I believe it was in the second round, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, man, what a what a that was. I mean, that was a good fight. And then uh, Jake Della Mandela versus uh, Ramazan Amiv. That was a cool fight too. Uh, Amiv tried to get a um, uh, a choke at one point, mm-hmm. and uh, Jack Della Mandela just Mandalena. What? How do you say his name? Mandalena. Yeah. Yeah. He Madalena. got up. He just got up and 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 started wailing on him, but uh, hit him with a body shot and dropped mm-hmm. him. I was like, "Wow!" And that was in the first round. Dude, Jack is an exciting fighter, man. I had I was at least right about this one. I guess I had yeah. Jack winning by a knockout, but not that early. I did not expect it to happen that early. Ooh, I don't know what was in the air in Singapore. I don't know what they put in their water. I, I, whatever is there is fucking awesome. Um, it, it, cause that, that, that whole fucking night was amazing. Just fucking amazing. Just exciting fight. It was a great fucking card. And so like, remember one of the ways we ended the last podcast is like, oh, well, you know, we'll see how this works out. It it might be a snooze fest, you know, who knows? And if it is, we're not going to do a, you know, a recap of it, you know? Yeah. And, uh. Man, so after after Wei Li, I'm like, we're doing we're doing a recap. I don't give a fuck about the rest of the night now. <laughs> we're doing a recap, at least of the first three fights, you know? No, the whole fucking car was amazing. 
Dude, wow. that Yuri Prohashka versus uh, Glover Teixeira is one of the best fights I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Fight of the year easily for me so far. One of the best fights in several years, I'd say. Yeah. And I thought I thought uh, Wei Li would be that again. You yeah. Know? Wei Li was shaping up that way. Yeah. Until she knocked her out. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And yeah, and I was on the edge of my seat for that Glover fight. Like, because, <laughs> I mean, he got so close. And uh, I, I don't know if I told you, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but I, I already forgot. But I, I had uh, another side bet that I put. I was just fucking throwing side bets. On I can thing. tell. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got another free bet. I put 25 to win on um, on Glover via submission. Not any round. Just didn't matter what round. Just via submission. That was that was one of the prop bets I had. Um. Yeah, it, it uh so like every time he grabbed on him like it's coming I'm going to get I'm going to you know I'm going to get the another 200 bucks or whatever it was. And uh no. <laughs> if if all my bets would have worked out in the best way possible, like um I would have gotten like I don't know something like 600 700 bucks, you know, for the night, you know. And it was it was all for under $40. Because I, I only, because I also used a bunch of like uh, the free money they gave me. I think I yeah. used like three, three free bets, and I placed a bunch of little bets. But like, if 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 it all would have worked out, I would have walked away with seven hundred bucks, about probably less, but you know, would have been sweet. But I mean, you you still got to land on something, so yeah, two hundred and seventy five bucks is nothing to sneeze at. No, yeah. no, it's not. Yeah, and um, you got the misses to feel like she was on top of the world, so. Yeah, once again, she was right, and she likes to feel like she's right. She likes. Oh, you'll feeling. be hearing about that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. She'll be right about something else, and then I'll hear about that. So this will be old, old news in, in about an hour. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, man. So um, I, we, we didn't do any research on upcoming fights. but I, No. Do you just, want me to give you a couple fights to look forward to? Sure. I would love to see uh, what you got. What yeah, you got so... There. For UFC 276, which is on 4th of July weekend, uh, it's a pretty good card, actually. At first, I wasn't looking forward to this card, and then now that I like, I looked at it better, I'm like, oh, Jesus, all right, this is going to be good. Can't wait cool. to do some research on this one. So the top fight on the card is actually might be the least exciting. It's going to be Adesanya versus Jared Cannonier. Okay. Uh, I like Jared Cannonier. I just don't think he's got much of a shot. So... I'll look into it some more, you know, break it down a bit better. But just off the top of my head, from what I've seen from Jared Cannonier, it's nothing new that Israel has not faced before. Uh-huh. So I, that fight, it will be exciting because it's an Adesanya fight. His fights tend to be exciting. But then you got the rematch of uh, Volkanovski versus Max Holloway. Ooh. Yeah, that should be a good one, man. Yeah. Max is, and Max is well rested. So let's see if you bring something new to the table. We'll see. We'll see. It's just uh, you know, Volkanovski is just such a beast, man. He's yeah, just dude. such a monster. And, and you know, I like Holloway, but he's he's slick. You know, yeah. Adesanya is just. I mean, no, Adesanya. Uh, Holloway's slick. He's just you know he's so he's so good with his hands and his striking. He's just cool, right? It's he's kind fun. of it's kind of like Joanna versus Wiley, where Volkanovski is Wiley. With yeah. that, all that power mm-hmm. and Holloway would be Joanna with the amazing technique and able to just kind of throw your hands and wear you down. Yeah. 
Yeah, and he's got a giant gas tank, you know. Yeah. But so does Vol- Volkanovski. So yeah, he does. These guys can just be throwing lead all night again. And uh, then uh, after before that fight, you're gonna have Sean Strickland versus Alex Perea. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you remember, but Alex Perea is a former world kickboxing champ. Oh, Famously, I we... the only guy that's knocked out out of Sanya. Okay. Yeah. Knocked we... him out fucking cold. I remember talking about this in the other and one of our other podcasts. Yeah. So yeah. this is a big step up in competition for him when it comes to uh, MMA. Mm. Uh, he's fighting Sean Strickland. That's the guy that talks an absurd amount of shit. <laughs> uh, he's kind of like a Colby Covington. Oh, okay. Where, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he's going out of his way to get canceled. And oh, somehow boy. never never does, so he gets even more uh, egregious and insulting. Yeah, uh, that should be a good fight, honestly. So it will be very interesting if Alex Pereira wins because I, I, he might get the title shot. Man, it's it's kind of nuts because he's not ranked right now. But you think he know. would get a title shot? I don't know, man. The UFC is really trying to build this guy up. So really, yeah, I don't fucking maybe he won't. Maybe he'll be one fight away at that point. That's if Sean Strickland wins, he'll probably get a title shot. Mm. He'll probably be the next person to face out of Sanya. Because I would, because if Freya is not ranked, I think this fight would at least get him ranked and then set him up for one more fight before he can fight yeah. the champ. In a logical know. world, but <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> it's like, who else is out of Sanya going to fight, man? You want to see him fight Whitaker again? Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Is he going to fight? What's his face? Um, Vittori? No, he beat him pretty easy. Is he going to fight Costa, the juiced up Brazilian guy that can't make weight? Like, he's running <laughs> out of people to fight. So, oh, that's crazy, man. That's, that's, that's a, a very interesting place um, that MMA or at least UFC is in, where it's like once, you know, you get, you get a champ, they kind of just run through the roster and then yeah. you get to this place where it's just like, oh, who they're going to fight now? Like there's yeah. nobody left, you know? And, like, And the problem with Adesanya is we already saw he can't move up. Mm. And that, that gap in size turned out to be a bit too much for him. Unless he takes a substantial amount of time off and really builds up and bulks mm. correctly, then maybe he can move up at weight class. But for now, it doesn't seem like that's the answer either. I don't think he's big enough, right? I, he, I mean, no, yeah. he's too slender. Yeah. Well, like he doesn't have the shoulders. Yeah, size. exactly. Or the, or the hips. Mm. He's, he's a thin dude. Yeah. But, it's, it's too bad. And then uh, one more fight on the card that I, I saved for last to mention, because it's going to get you really get your juices going. Lauren Murphy versus Misha Tate. um uh why is she still fighting (laughs) (laughs) i don't know man i I mean maybe that call out wasn't so random after all i mean i like misha don't get me wrong but you know how i feel about misha i think she's awesome i just think she 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 doesn't need to fight anymore you know well she Uh, disagrees uh, obviously (laughs) and i'm not misha's manager or anybody important to her so it's not like she's gonna listen to anything i have to say but i think she I mean, she's she's a pretty lady. People like looking at her. She could be a very successful, you know, newscaster or commentator or whatever for the UFC. I mean, mm-hmm. she she's shown talent for that. Uh, I would just lean into that. She's had an amazing career. I just hate seeing fighters take unnecessary damage or or continue on 
too far into their career. Uh, we've seen it with other fighters. Yeah, I, I've seen it in person. I hate seeing it. I'm not yep. a fan of it. It's an uh, it's you know I, I've seen guys in the gym that is, still spar, and uh, I'm like, dude, why are you sparring? Why are you letting that guy hit you for 25 bucks an hour or whatever? You know? Yeah. Like uh, that's you know like uh, you're you're too old for that. And uh, that guy, he's gonna go back to his office and and punch keys, and never do anything with the with the stuff that you're you know you're showing him. You know, uh, it's like I I see that with with uh, with layman boxers uh, and fighters. I saw that when I was a kid. Uh, I hate seeing it, uh, and I don't like seeing it in professional fighters when they go on too far. Uh, I think Misha still has all her you know all her facilities all she's all you know she's still all there she seems very smart and i think she, she has a really good career ahead of her as a newscaster she should just stick to that you know i'm not saying that she's not talented i think she's very talented but i think uh i think the division has moved on past her skills and she's yeah. just going to get kicked around well that's one way to get people hyped for the fight sorry (laughs) (laughs) tune in next time for us to break it down further (laughs) and then uh one last fight on there sean o'malley also has a fight so oh oh yeah 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 that that guy he's a he's a wacky guy yeah with the rainbow hair kind of exciting he's a he's like an influencer now too yeah exactly you know the guy then yeah yeah i follow him a little bit yeah yeah so who is he fighting that down uh pedro munoz Sounds familiar, but I don't know if I actually know. He's pretty good. Yeah, Uh, uh, he's up there when it comes to the people that um, Sean O'Malley has fought. Hmm. So I think pretty much Pedro and Cheeto Vera are the two best guys now that he has fought. So and he lost against Cheeto Vera. So let's see how he does against Pedro Munoz. Hmm. Didn't didn't Cheeto Vera fight recently? Uh, yes. I don't know. I don't remember how recently it was though. Yeah. Well, anyway. he was he had a fight canceled too, I think, due to injury. Oh, yeah. He's got an interesting story, Cheeto Vera. Cheeto yeah. Vera has a a daughter who didn't have like face muscles or something, or like the mm. there was there was problems. Like originally when he fought in the UFC in tough, because he was one of those tough recruits. Yeah. Um, he one of his stories was that his daughter didn't have certain uh, muscles attached to her face so that she can smile, so she couldn't smile. Wow. Yeah. So one of the driving forces uh, of for him to fight and be successful was to get the surgeries needed for her daughter to be able to smile. Cheeto's a cool dude. He does some of the Spanish broadcasting too for the UFC. I, my understanding is that he's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Like he does. Does he? Doesn't he do analysis too? Like isn't yeah. he good at that? Yeah. yeah. So like I always find those cats that that do the analysis, like those guys are smart. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I feel like, damn, like these guys are dangerous, <laughs> you know, like if like, never mind the muscles, never mind all the knowledge that you might have in terms of techniques, all the shit that you can do. If you could put a strategy together to take a person apart, that's fucking awesome, dude. Like, and so like when, when I hear like someone like Cheeto Vera or one of these other analysis guys, you know, DC does that a little bit. Uh, what's the name of the British guy? Um, Michael Bisping. Not Michael Bisping, the other guy. The guy who used to practice with him here and there. Um, oh, uh, fuck. He got fired by the UFC, too. 
Really? No, he was doing analysis, wasn't he? Yeah, and then he got fired. At least if we're thinking of the same guy. The guy I was talking about that got fired is he's got like the black slick back hair. Uh, Dan Hardy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So Dan Hardy, I love hearing his analysis. Like when he talks about all the different things and the path to victory and all that shit. Fucking eat it all up, man. Oh wait, no, dude. Yeah, I was talking about Dan Hardy. Oh yeah, Dan Hardy yeah. got fired. Yeah, he got fired by the UFC. What? He did analysis. Yeah. He did analysis for Glover Teixeira versus uh, Petroska. Petroska. Oh, so maybe they brought him back then. Uh, I don't know. I saw it on YouTube. I don't know if he did it for the UFC. So no, oh, then no. Yeah, he's doing it on his own. So maybe he's doing it on his own. And I fuck. Yeah. Like I, I found it. I thought it was great, and I, I thought it was the UFC's analysis. No. Yeah, he got fired by the UFC because um, he got into an argument with one of the staffers. Oh, and really? I guess, yeah, I guess he'd been button heads with a bunch of people behind the scenes. Mm. I mean, to his credit, Dan Hardy's very big on fighters' rights and sticking up for fighters and make sure they're treated right. Uh-huh. So for the most part, I think we would agree with him in these arguments. It's just the way he was going about it was deemed to be unprofessional. So they let oh. him go. Yeah. That is... Which I could also see. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be careful, man. Um, mm-hmm. You gotta play the game. You, you gotta you gotta know how to say and and do things. I know he has a medical condition that he was cleared and he was able to fight at one point. He had like uh, it, it's in his book actually, uh, part reptile. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a very cool book. Um, it's interesting. Uh, I I actually have a few of those books. I have. I have the Dan Hardy story. I have which is called Part Reptile. I have the Crippler with uh, Chris Lieben, uh, which is about Chris Lieben. And then I have Quitters Never Win, which is the Michael Bisbing uh, story. And uh, all those books are great. And it's crazy because those three guys, completely different stories, completely different guys. But yeah, I didn't know Dan Hardy uh, got, uh, got, got, I was going to say canceled, got fired. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, March of 2021, so a little bit over a year ago. Yeah, I see it now. Yeah, Dan Hardy announced that he was released from UFC fight contract. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a fight contract. No, it should have been um, from his uh, broadcasting contract. Hmm. Maybe, maybe oh, yeah. that's maybe that's what it was. Yeah, I'm seeing it says fight too. I don't know why he wasn't fighting at that point anymore. Yeah. Like when he couldn't fight anymore, when he when they found out that he had a heart problem, he yeah. still had he still had fights on his contract, mm. and so one of the deals he ended up you know making with Dana was that he could do some analyst work, and so he was able to make a living doing that. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, from what I'm seeing, he hasn't been back since that last dust up. So that is too bad. Well. Either way, it was a hell of a pay-per-view. Can't wait for the next one. For no sure. way. I don't know how I'll live up to this one, but we'll see. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. Well, uh, thanks so much for coming on and doing the uh, post-fight show with me. Thanks uh, thanks so much for listening. This is Ego Traves and Lechuga. We'll catch you next time. Peace. The music you're listening to is titled Tell Me Again What I'm Missing by Umi. And you can find that over at Epidemic Sound. Now, for those of you who don't know, Epidemic Sound is a royalty-free music provider. You sign up with a subscription and you get 
access to all this royalty-free music that you can use for your content. If you're tired of using the music that comes with your Instagram account or anything else, or you're just looking for awesome music, make sure you go over to Epidemic Sound. And when you do, make sure you use my referral link in the description so that they know that I sent you. Man, I can't say which one is my favorite from that fight night. All of them were awesome. Yuri was losing that fight and pulled out a magic hat trick right at the end. Valentina lost that fight. That was Santos's fight until she got that headbutt. And of course, Wei Li with a spinning back fist. Those two girls, Wei Li and Ioana, just picked up right from where they left off. Just what a bunch of amazing fights. Uh, the whole card was amazing. And again, if you haven't seen that card, go watch it because it's freaking awesome. Anyway, if you like what you heard and you want more, make sure you head on over to our website, theflowrollpodcast.com. There you'll find a complete catalog of all our episodes and a store where you can buy some merchandise and rep the podcast. And if you want to follow us on social media, I'm on Instagram under the name Edgar Otraves, or you can follow the show under the name The Flow Roll. Make sure you give us a holler there. And if you like the show, like, subscribe, comment, and share wherever you get your podcast at. And press all the buttons to make the podcast God's happy. Thank you so much for listening. This is Ego Traves. We will catch you next time. Behave yourselves. Later.